This week has been rather unusual in in that there have not been a lot of major struggles or difficulties. It's not to say that at times it hasn't been challenging because it has, but I found myself in a place, it feels like for the second week in a row, I don't want to get overly wrapped up in this or identify with this, that there really has not been anything that I just immediately knew that I could speak about. And starting on Friday, what I am going to speak about is that I found myself in a place where it, it actually it felt more it was more physical in nature. In other words, thing it just kind of felt like the bottom dropped out of everything. When I shouldn't say maybe instead of saying physical, I should say that it felt psychological. I really felt it in it was happening in my mind. I think there was some aspect of you know some energetic aspect of this that it, there were just was a you know a low lower energy so to speak and this feels very familiar because this is what I used to feel in almost all cases when I would go into what I refer to as a depressive episode I would just have you know sometimes it's referred to as a low mood and the interesting thing about it is that there doesn't have to be any specific reason or really any clear reason for this at all and I know it's different for everyone I'm not saying that this is universally true across the board for everyone but I know for me that one of the biggest breakthroughs one of the things that really freed me from getting mired in in a place or in my mind and in my psyche where I was I could turn a you know a bad moment into a bad hour or I could and I don't even use the word bad what I should say is just you know a low mood or a low you know I could turn what felt like a, you know, a very low moment into a, a much longer period of time. And I was very capable of turning just a low moment into a low, a low day or a week or a month or even longer. And it was something, the discovery for me, and that's really what I want to share today. And I don't know that this will necessarily be a huge mountaintop realization for anyone. Maybe in some cases it will be, but I don't want to assume this. But I kind of feel like what I'd refer to today is getting back to the basics. You know, getting back to the basic building blocks of mindfulness practice. And that is that when I find myself, and in this case, I have been feeling this way for a few days. It uh, it, it kind of started uh, Thursday in the evening and kind of has persisted somewhat since then. I'm recording this uh, on Sunday morning where I am. And it is starting. It is starting to lighten up some. It is not quite. Uh, the, you know, I'm not feeling the heaviness or the density that I have been for the last, you know, two two and a half days. But what I want to say is that what has made it easier for me to cope with feeling this way, and especially when I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I know that sometimes as human beings, we want to know the reason. We want to know why, especially when it's, it's, uh, it's regarding our emotions. I know those things are very close to home for most of us, if not all of us. That we want, to, we want reasons. We want to be able to get to the facts as soon as possible. And I understand all that, and I certainly do respect it. And I certainly have been that person for a lot of my life. But what I have found is that... The more that I try to find out why I'm feeling this way, what is really happening that I sometimes, it's very easy to overlook, is 
And again, this is very basic, but I feel like it's very, very impactful and it's very, it definitely makes a difference to realize that I am thinking, that I am utilizing my brain, trying to figure out a way to understand what is happening to me, why it's happening to me, how long it's going to last, how bad it's going to get, and so on and so on and so on. And I know that all of the speculation and all of the thoughts about why this is happening and the reasons and trying to analyze it and try to figure out what it's, you know, what's going to happen, how this is going to unfold. It's all just thinking and it can become exhausting. All of the thinking, all of the speculating, and even further than that, all of the reactions that I can have. In other words, I don't want to feel this way. So if I don't want to feel this way as a human being, what is the thing that I'm most likely to do? Well, I know for me, what is what I'm most likely to do is I'm going to resist feeling this way. And resisting this means I'm either going to try to distract myself, I'm going to try to quote unquote fake it until I make it, I'm going to try to distract myself or divert my attention into something that will cheer me up quote unquote or make me feel better. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. I'm certainly not here to say that that's bad or wrong, those things are bad or wrong. I just found for me, it did not really work. It might work temporarily, but I'm going to eventually, probably sooner than later, find myself right back where I was before and possibly even feeling worse or feeling even more in a low mood because of the fact that I have depleted my energy even further trying to run the other way or trying to resist it in some way. And I don't want to ever say that I am going to... uh, You know, when I say that I embrace the way that I feel, I'm not saying that I'm celebrating the fact that I'm in a low mood or that I feel this way or that I feel low in some way. But I know that making friends with, so to speak, however I feel has been really what has helped me the most. And when I say make friends with it, it doesn't mean that I want to welcome it it into my life at all times or any time. I certainly don't want to glamorize this or glorify feeling this way. Uh, and I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't want to cause myself to be more likely to feel this way when there's no need for it. But if I can just be in a place of openness and acceptance, I may not like it. It may be the last thing in the world I want to experience. It may be the last way I want to feel as a human being. But that is what's happening at, at, at the present time for me. And I know that I could utilize this. I could do a lot of thinking about what I don't feel like doing because I feel this way. And I understand all that. I've done a lot of that in my life. I've put things off and not dealt with things because I wanted to wait until I felt like doing them or I felt like I had energy. And as someone who has been chronically depressed for much of my life, I certainly am no stranger to knowing what it feels like to not have the energy or the will to take care of things. And I think even for people who are not ever who do not have clinical depression or chronic depression, sometimes we're it's situational. We're just in a place where it's just hard to summon the will to do what it is that we need to do. And I find that usually that is a question for me. It is an issue, not so much a question, but it's an issue of energy. And I know that as I think about these things, I am utilizing very precious energy that I could be using to, uh, to do whatever it is that I need to do. I don't want to be doing as a way to escape the way that I feel, but I know that sometimes just getting on with life, uh, 
while in the while not denying but fully embracing the way that I feel and I don't have to necessarily pretend that I'm happy when I'm not I don't have to fake it until I make it I can just embrace the everyday moments of life I can take care of what ha- and I don't want to say happily take care of these things but I can at least have some at least I'll be open to having some gratitude for what is even if I'm not really feeling great about life in, in, in any given moment that I can do all these things if I have freed my mind or in this case and I and I have someone that uh, a very dear friend that has pointed out the difference between our mind and our brain and so I know that I've tended to use the word mind a lot but really what I am realizing more and more is that the mind is about more than the brain and so I may begin to now on an ongoing basis use these words interchangeably and so I just want to explain that that uh, there is a there definitely is a difference between these two words and so I may until I fully assimilate this there may be some back and forth and that's really why I'm bringing that up but I know that I'm much more likely to cope if I can not if I can make the choice not to waste energy on speculative thinking or reactionary thinking if I can and I find that immediately whenever I'm in a low mood and it can't and really in this case it was for no reason at all there really wasn't anything situationally speaking that led to this and I know the temptation is very great to when I come to this conclusion to continue to berate myself with the question well it has to be something you know you can't feel this way just for no reason uh I trust in these things. I, you know, I definitely have taken time to, without expending a lot of energy, to just open myself up to discovering if there is something I need to discover. If there is a reason, I want to be open to it, but I don't want to exhaust myself searching for something that I may never find. And that is really what it's, what it's an issue of, is making the choice about conserving my energy. Uh, and that's the, I don't use that as an excuse for inaction. I don't use that as an excuse for not doing what needs to be done. Uh, I don't use it as an excuse at all. It's very tempting to do that. But really the idea here is to, it's just a matter of being, I guess I've heard the phrase before, being a good steward of my energy, utilizing it as a precious resource. Because I feel like in my, you know, in my case for me, in my own experience, it is. I can't say that it's that way for everyone or that everyone does or should feel that way. But this is really just about getting back to the basic building blocks of mindfulness practice. It's about getting back to just paying attention to my mind. And I know whenever anything feels off in any given, in any particular way, I am going to pay attention to my, to my, to my mind or my brain. I am going to pay attention to whatever the thoughts are. I don't need to analyze them. I, I just want to, You, I, in fact, I had a, a practice that I learned very early on in mind when I began the mindfulness journey decades ago. There is a, uh, a particular practice called mental noting. And I found that always to be something that is very helpful. And I'm feeling this coming up intuitively to share this, that the practice was in the early stages of mindfulness practice, when we are thinking a certain way or thinking certain thoughts, it is sometimes very helpful to make a mental note of it. In other words, if I'm worrying about how long I'm going to feel this way, then I literally am just saying to myself, and it doesn't have to be out loud, it can even be just in my mind, I can just basically make a mental note of saying, worrying about the future, or if I'm craving something, craving, you know, whatever that is. 
Uh, if I'm feeling sorry for myself, feeling sorry for myself, and as silly as it may sound, what I, what I found was through doing that practice for several years that it really got me in touch with being able to be more aware of what it is that I was thinking about whatever it is that I, or whatever it was that I was feeling in any given moment. And I think in some ways it utilizes the brain's unique capacity to categorize things and to be able to create names for things that it's almost like in a way it's kind of using the brain's ability for something that in this case is very positive and therapeutic. It doesn't always feel good to hear uh, myself mentally noting what it is that I'm doing, especially when it's something that I'm not proud of. If I'm thinking thoughts that don't really sound very good, uh, out to say out loud, uh, it doesn't sound great to me and it doesn't feel great always, but the idea is to not judge, to, to come to it with an open heart and an open mind and to realize that because I'm human, I'm not always going to love the way I'm thinking. I'm not going to always love what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't expect other people to love it either and vice versa, but it's really just a matter of coming back to the place that really is going to where the decision is really going to be made how much I'm going to suffer. If I'm in a low mood, if I'm not feeling good about life, if I'm feeling really low and feeling blue or feeling down or whatever you want to call it, the decision about how, how deep it's going to cut, how hard it's going to be, how much I'm going to struggle. I feel like at least for me and my own experiences, I can say unequivocally that the decision is made in my brain, in my mind. It's, this is where, this is where it happens because this is where I'm going to do the one thing that is going to make it tougher for me to cope. I'm going to do the one thing that's going to make it more difficult for me to be here now, right here where it's all happening in this present moment. And that is I'm going to actually think thoughts about whatever it is that I'm feeling. And I'm going, if I'm going to react in any way, it has its origin in the brain, in the mind. It, this, is where, this is where it starts. And even though I may feel a contraction in my body, that will pass. But it's the thoughts that I have in response to that physical contraction. Whatever it is, whatever the nervous system response is in my body, it's the thoughts about it, the reactions to it. When I don't like the way it feels to have my body contracted in fear, I'm going to think about it. And it's not because there's anything wrong with me. It's part of being human. And if I can just take a deeper look, and that's really what I'm doing today, is just really going back to the basics and remembering that if I want to see the sun shine again, my mother, when I was a child and I would struggle with depression, she would always say to me, Jeffrey, the sun is going to shine again. It will. And I, and I believed her. It wasn't always easy to believe. But I know that I'm much more apt to see that sunshine if I have some idea of what is going on in my mind, because that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going to make the decision not to see the sunshine. That's where I'm going to make the decision to close my eyes to all of the good things that are going on. I'm going to close my heart. Whatever it, whatever it is that sets that in motion is going to occur between my ears, so to speak. And I can't stop these things from happening. I can't brace against them or will myself to not think these thoughts or react in these ways. But if I can just be here and be present for whatever this stuff is that's going on in my brain and in my mind, I'm going to be much better off. 
because I'm not going to believe it without paying attention. And if I'm paying attention, I'm not going to get swept away by it. I'm not going to believe what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling just because I am the one that's thinking these thoughts. And I know it is, there's a great tendency as a human being to really cherish my own thoughts and to believe everything that I'm thinking because I'm the one thinking it. It does not mean that I am saying that I'm not worthy of, be, of believing myself. It just means that I kind of know what the game is. I know how this is how this game is played, and uh, I don't have to necessarily give into it uh, if I don't want to. And I'm much better off if I don't. And I've experienced that enough in over the past 30 years of engaging in this practice that I know that eventually the sun will shine again. Things will lighten up. I won't feel this way forever. I never do. And it's happened so many times in my life. And I've had the opportunity of experiencing it both ways. I have been, uh, I've been lucky enough to have caught myself and to have been aware of my thinking soon enough that I have been able to go through these periods and make it easier on myself by not believing everything that I'm thinking about it. And realizing that feelings are feelings and emotions are emotions. I can't always understand them. I can't always know why they are occurring. But I don't need to know and I don't need to understand. I'm saying that's just for me. I'm not trying to talk anyone else into this. But I know that the not needing to understand why I feel everything that I feel has also freed me up to just be open to feeling whatever it is that comes up, whatever it is that arises, because it's so far outside of me in some ways that I have no way of being able to regulate it. And the only way if I can regulate it, the only way I could regulate it is by paying attention to what I'm thinking and how I'm reacting without trying to force anything and to just trust in the process and to be open to the fact that things are going to change and that it's not always going to be this way. And if I, if I believe that it's going to be this way always and that all is lost and it's never going to get any better, then that's where I'm going to end up because I will talk myself into it. And I can do that without even paying attention to it. That's the amazing thing about mindfulness practice is that I, it's very easy for me to see how I can talk myself into and justify any thoughts that I have, anything that I'm believing, any beliefs that I'm holding on to, or expectations that I have about the way I think it needs to be because they're my own expectations. So if I don't pay any attention to the fact that I am taking these so seriously and owning these so much and identifying with them and creating this identity of this person who believes all of these things and expects all of these things, uh, it's very, it's a very slippery slope. And I know that I don't have to, I don't have to be this person. I don't have to believe these things. I can catch myself beginning to identify with these things and believing that that it is my reality, but I can also as just as easily let go of it. So it's really up to me, but I know that I've got a better chance of making a choice that's going to be more life affirming and more self affirming and healthier if I'm paying attention to my mind and ultimately it gets back to this is the roots of mindfulness practice and mindfully coping and really that practice is just about being here paying attention to my mind being present and being aware of what is going on in my mind so that I can and doing this out in the middle of life while it's all happening in the middle of the storm and not waiting to go you know not wanting to run away and hide or go in a cave somewhere and get quiet and meditate because I can't always do that And if I can just be here, even when it's difficult to be here, even when it's challenging to be here and be aware of what's going on in my mind, 
I've got a much better likelihood of being able to cope with life as it is and find some joy in it and find some meaning in it. And most importantly, to be the best human being I can be and to be here for others and to care for others in the way that's best for everyone.